This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Timothy, put the cutout on. So this week, we will be welcoming back a guest from season two, Chef Sebastian Price, who took us through his journey into pandemic self-employment the last time we spoke. But today, we'll be catching up with him about how things have changed, about recruitment and what he wants from the industry and addressing the problems that he's facing now. Welcome to Timothy Put the Cattell On, where I, Sarah Cattell, and my co-host, Timothy R. Andrews, are talking hospitality. Sarah, Sarah, you'll never guess who's coming back on the show. Sebastian Price? How'd you know that? Well, I just announced it in the introduction. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, but still excited. Welcome, Sebastian. Welcome back to the show. Lovely to have you back on. Lovely to be back on. Thank you, guys. Great to welcome you back. Tim and I were saying, actually, a couple of weeks ago, how... Even though everyone's looking at the pandemic now going, that was ages ago, it didn't happen, it it passed in a minute. Actually, a lot's happened and it's been a long time. So it kind of feels like when we're catching up with people that we've spoken to in previous interviews, that it's it really is a catch up with an old friend, not just someone we met in passing. And I guess that's because we were all experiencing something so major in that time. So not only did you have a journey into lockdown, so coming out of it and since then so much has changed do you want to tell us a little bit about it yeah so basically when we when we last spoke like this um i was setting up burger kits i believe got to the point where we were just just trying bits here and there to try and make the delivery service work get the name out there um and from then on really it went to back to private dining because people felt a bit more confident, a bit more comfortable having someone new maybe in their house. And that actually turned out to be quite successful. A lot of the clients from my cook-alongs became, I went into their house, I got to see their kitchen uh, firsthand, got to use their ovens, or in some people's cases, their ovens that fell apart, which was always a great experience being a chef. <laughs> Applied for jobs again, and suddenly people were interested in a chef like me because of being, or at least attempting to be a business owner, more than a CV. That what was before I was speaking directly to employers, not to recruiters, which was again a new experience for me as a chef. But actually, what, what I was doing through the lockdown was actually putting myself out there for potentially a future role. And bear in mind, I still do the, the pop ups, uh, still do the cook alongs, still do the cooking at people's houses along with my weekly job that I do. Because I'm a people person at the end of the day. I've gone back into the corporate industry, but the raw pantry is something that will never disappear. But if I didn't continue it, I'd have probably lost that experience. Still believe there is a market for it. I still believe it's the end, the end goal for me as a chef is to have my own flourishing business. But 
I, like I said, I'm a people person. I need to be in a big team. I need to manage people. I need to teach people. I need to learn off people. I need to recruit people. I love that process. I think that is probably the most enjoyable process of the whole management working world of being a chef is recruiting people. It's seeing people flourish. Um, and the Raw Pantry gave me that confidence to become better at better at it, I believe. Well, let's touch on that, right? Because when I'm talking to you now... There is a sea change from when we spoke to you last time in that your vibe is completely different and your confidence has changed, you know, beyond. It's it's like night and day talking to you now. And do you think that having to just go out there and do your own thing gave you a confidence that perhaps you wouldn't have had before? Uh, 100%. I think uh, the pandemic itself was a complete eye-opener for me, as I said before, financially. And I stick by my theory of, if you were affected financially at the at the get go, you almost had like a not giving up attitude straight away. I don't like to mix the two of the health with the finance, but we all go through that at some point in our life. We all feel yeah. that pain, and I have this utmost sympathy for anyone who went through that through that period, as I did as well. But the truth is, every time I went into someone's house, or I sent a box, or we did the burger, or we um, decided to do cakes for people. My, it was 100% effort, but 100% uh, concern as well that people wouldn't enjoy it. So therefore, I put everything I had into every little brown bite or every bit of lettuce that was washed um, or garnish on a plate. Yeah, so it's made me come into a work environment. of I know I can do better, but I'm going to make sure I don't have to do better because that's what I'm going to do straight away is my best it has given me work confidence that I've never experienced in my career I'm not scared of someone saying I'm not good enough because really I'm not good enough for you I'm good enough for me but I'm not good enough for you that's a different story because I know I'm good at what I do your loss that's how I look at it now. No, that's I, a very I, healthy way to look at it it's a very healthy way to right? look at it you can't even think I'm looking for them it doesn't work like that it's you're just not what they're looking for and that's fine if you're not what they're looking for you don't want to be there anyway yeah exactly and you know exactly. that that touches on something that came up a lot in season two was it was when all those stories were starting to break about working in kitchens and the bad experiences that people had had and actually it was almost a general rule that if you went into a kitchen you were going to be made to feel that probably you weren't good enough and that you had to prove yourself constantly and it was just going to be a slog and you were never going to get to feel great about something that has changed and I've seen that in so many people I know who are working in kitchens is that now I feel that a lot of people do have the confidence to turn around and say, this isn't good enough for me. And I know what I want and I know what I'm worthy of. And I think we're seeing that change now. We're not all the way there, but it's definitely, I'd feel it was a, a change in the air, let's say. And the work of Hospitality Action, Burnt Chef Project, they've all made an impact on perception of what is right and what is wrong. On our previous podcast, uh, Sebastian, Sarah and I are talking about how there are two different businesses now going on in terms of hospitality. There are those that are still living in 2015, don't seem to have learned anything, haven't realised Brexit has happened. They'll moan about it, but they haven't done anything about it. Don't realise the pandemic has gone and that we've lost a lot of people in the industry. They'll moan about it, but won't do anything about it. And there's the others that are building their business models on the current situation and thinking, well, what can we do to attract people into our industry or back into our industry and looking at it in a much more professional way. We all know which model's going to win. And it's lovely that you like recruiting, Seb. Like, what's your experience of recruiting? How do you how do you go about finding that right person? 
I'm a people person and I don't just talk that I'm a people person. Um, it's one of my like interview techniques, really. Well, it is a technique, really. It's if, I, if you're interviewing me and you're the director and you're saying, what are you going to bring to the team? Well, I, I always say I'm going to get to know every chef of the party's uh, dog name, cat, when's their mum's birthday? And they're like, what does that do? I say, well, it makes them realise when they're at work nine, ten hours a day that someone maybe actually cares about what they do at home, not just about the prep that they're doing for the people they never see. If you're a good person, I can train you to do anything. You have this sense if people are good people or not, don't you? We all have it with humans, aren't yeah. we? Feel that positivity. And I set you across the table. I don't really care if you work for Ramsey, Blumenthal. If you're a good person and you're willing to just listen to what the job's about, money is vital. 2015, people would be saying, how much am I getting? Nowadays, you kind of expect that question because finance is very important right now with what's going on. That question isn't a problem if I see that you're a good person and you want to learn. At the end of the day, you, I, I realise now when I recruit that you're only going to be with me for 18 months unless you like my style of the kitchen people who still believe loyalty is there for a company well that's gone i believe that the loyalty goes with the manager the line manager as long as i do a good role for that person and a good job and i i basically do what i preach i'll have those staff for as long as i need them to be there and that's where i recruit i recruit people i don't recruit talent I recruit people, I train you, my team train you, and you will become talent. What are some of the issues that you're facing when trying to recruit chefs? Honesty. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four... This part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you, and then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not gonna quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. Are you ready to get started? I don't think people are honest enough on their CV and interview. If you're going through a recruitment agency, everyone's amazing that comes through on your desk. So what you're doing is, is you're not trusting the process. You see all these lists of restaurants they've worked at. You're told... Oh, they've worked for this name, worked for this name, as I said before. But actually, names don't mean anything because you can all work for Marco Pierre White for 15 years, but what position were you for 15 years? What did you learn in that 15 years? And I think people have to be honest on interviews because when you're sat with someone, it's not about wasting time. I don't think an interview is a waste of time because it's a necessity to get them in the door. I think... We have too many stages in hospitality. Phone interview, face-to-face interview, trade test, final callback with the owner. Do it in one day. If you can't learn something from someone in one day, I just don't understand what... So I do an interview with you now, Sarah. We talk about how great I am and what I've done and the reason I'm so great, I'm leaving where I've just been, obviously, because I'm that great. They want to keep me. Um, 
And then you go, right, can you come back next week? Oh, I don't know about my road time. I'll text you tomorrow. I'll let you know. Thursday. Oh, it doesn't work for me, Seb. Can you do Friday? No, Friday's our busiest day. By that point, I've already got another job somewhere else because I'm on an interview tomorrow morning and they just yeah. hired me on the day. So Absolutely. people have probably realized our recruitment process is so long in time. Why would I want to, why do I bother? Why do I waste my time? I, I can go be a delivery driver and I get the job that I, I reply in the morning. I get the same pay and I can dictate what hours I do. If we go by this and we keep to this process, we won't ever recruit that uh, that generation that are quick thinking. And that is what they are now. They are so fast and so not loyal. And that is not a problem because if you look at my CV and which recruiters have criticized me for the last six months, you've only worked here 18 months, you've only worked here 18 months. I'm like, they're all the same company, but I've moved on and gone up. So surely I'm doing something right. Stop judging people by a piece of paper. Get them in on the day. Do it a trial day. If you don't like them by four o'clock in the afternoon, you're not going to like them in the whole week, right? Um, so, <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that, that's probably why there's a shortage because people have had enough. It's too much. It's not just the employers that actually need to change. It's also recruitment companies. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, you, you know, there's all very well, it seems to be a lot of finger pointing, but actually the recruiters, some of them are talking like they're some kind of, I don't know, estate agents out the 80s. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, you know. It's like... If I saw 18 months on someone's CV, just knowing what I'm like, I'd go, oh, that's a long time. But I know not everyone thinks like that. And so mm -hmm. when people, I, I've also had that said, like people say to me, oh, you weren't there long. And I'm like, really? Because it felt like forever. <laughs> you have to kind of take that into account especially in our industry is that if you're in a job that you're not enjoying it does feel like six years when it's only been six months well, i worked it out with my my sister once i think when i was about 24 25 i'd been at one place for six months and it was only a short period but i was doing 90 hour a week i said i think i've worked there longer than you've worked at your last business for like eight years in that period because the hours per week breaks taken no breaks taken i probably have worked more days than can't imagine that nowadays like telling someone you have to work 90 hour weeks but back then I was hungry for it I wanted it but until my generation changes and realizes that's not the work to gain respect Do you know what that's I, I honestly think right now and I always think afterwards what's my biggest takeaway from that conversation that interview we did I found it already is we need to think about hours not months how many hours you spend doing a job is important because the hours make the days and so it's working hours we need to think about. If you are, you know, recruiting someone who was somewhere for three months, I think the first thing you should ask them was, what was what was uh, your working week like? How many hours were there in your working week? Because that makes all the difference because it shows you, first of all, was there a level of dedication that was there, which, you know, was expected or not, but just happened? Was that the culture? And was more learned in that very short time? And it was all condensed. Then you could have done if you were just kind of faffing about for six months. Absolutely. And what do you think um, the future holds for for the industry, Seb, in general? Do you think we are getting better or do you think it's going to be a slow burn? I think there is still a divide in people. And this is you know, quite controversial, but it's something I've analysed over the last year. I look at the industry as two different types. You've got the toxic people and the good people. I think we've got an industry of fear as well if you're within that group and i've been in cliques in companies before where you think what you're doing is totally acceptable actually stand away from it and you're treating people badly when you shouldn't be and then that pushes people away from our industry 
Then you have the people, the white knights, so to speak, who are trying, I like to put myself in that bracket, who will do anything for anyone in your team to make them successful over your success until this toxic environment of negativity of the, the way we've done it before is the only way to do it and it's our way or no way disappears I think it won't change if I can do my thing I will not leave this industry I know I can get the best out of people who want to be in this and if people want to work with someone like me and be treated with the respect you deserve and make mistakes and I'm not a kind of make it the third time you're out and make it five times but learn every time not to do that same little error again and I guarantee you it will come perfect eventually. We're human beings at the end of the day. How many mistakes have we made on a daily basis? We're going to make mistakes. Let's learn from them. There is a divide in people's attitudes and mentalities now. A grazing, the reality is, is that I can actually do something now for this industry and create a buzz or create an environment that people want to work in because I know if they want to work there, their food is sexy. That's it. That's how it works. It's so nice to see your face light up when you're talking about what you're planning to do and you clearly feel very positive about it you your confidence is coming through we wish you the best of luck yeah absolutely you. appreciate that and you're, appreciate you're making us want to come and work with you now as well <laughs> we'll, we'll come and do a day with you shameless plug time got a new instagram would you like to share it with us yep it's food happy food chef it is me it's how i feel it's all about food it's what i love doing um it's none of my selfies anymore, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I know, but I think um, people didn't like them <laughs> as much as the <laughs> as much as the uh, carrot cake. Just, just have a I don't know, have a carrot cake between your guns. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sebastian. Lovely to have you on the show again. Thank you so much for joining us, Sebastian. It's been a joy. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Absolutely love spending my time with you, Timothy. Put the cutout on. I don't think I've actually answered the question right, to be honest. I'm thinking about something completely different. I think I asked the question properly. Let me ask right again. <laughs> You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? 
five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started?